Hello, my beloved family. Welcome back to Heart to Heart. Here at Poems, Psalms, Stories, and Scripture Readings with Alicia. I'm so happy to be back with you. I really am. I mean that. You're my family, and I feel like you're right here with me. Before you were in my living room, now you're in my dining room with me, sitting at the altar here. I call it the holding station. Today, what I'd like to do is read something that I wrote, and let's see, it's written uh, one eighteen. 13. So it was January 18, 2013. And um, it's a true story. <laughs> anyway, and it's a message in one. And it's called The Proof is in the Package. You know, I just feel like today I should start off with prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father. Thank you for, again, we're able to come together again for those that are listening right now. I thank you that they are listening and I pray that they hear your heart. This is heart to heart. From your heart through me to their hearts because you love them. You love them. And I pray that there will be something in this reading and this message for them. That each time I speak, I can be a help to them. I'm giving them something because I love them. I am representing you. I am being your your mouthpiece here on earth, one of your mouthpieces. And Father, I know you love these special ones. The last I checked, it was in 74 different countries that are listening. What a blessing. Praise Yah. I speak supernatural blessings over all of you, all that are listening, over your family, over your body, your health, over your your finances, over your careers, your ministry, over your 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 the cattle that you're over your your livestock, because we're I mean so many different countries, over your produce. I pray that the works of your hands multiplied 100-fold and complete success in whatever you do as long as you put him first. Keep Yah first. Keep your Heavenly Father first. Oh, Father, touch them through me today. Even though this is a simple message, the proof is in the package. You, It's not It doesn't matter. It's not the content, how great the content is. It's your great anointing. You can use anything. I I remember when you used a Tina Turner song to cause a Japanese lady to ask for prayer and want to know you. When, When her children had been trying for so long, I had forgotten all about that. Thank you, precious set of our spirit, for putting that back in my heart. I'm singing a Tina Turner song and she starts to cry and wants and asks her children to pray for me. Unbelievable. You just showed me, I can use what I want to use and 
whom I want to use. Father, and I pray, use me to be a baraka, a blessing to your beloved children here on Heart to Heart. And I pray and ask all these things in the name of salvation, your beloved only begotten son, my darling Yahusha Mashiach, who is famously known, more famously known as Jesus Christ or the Messiah. Hallelujah. Okay. The proof is in the package. In today's world, the secular world as well as the Christian or religious world, packaging is extremely important. How something or someone looks and how they are being presented influence others and dictate how they will be treated. Whether they or it will be respected or disrespected depends on how they were packaged. Now, I've been performing for over 38 years and 35 of those years, I've been doing it professionally. It didn't take me long to realize that people do not just hear with their ears. It's true. What do I mean by that? Well, I've found that most people only hear 50% with their ears and the other 50% with their eyes. And in some cases, it's 75% with their eyes and only 25% with their ears. It's been proven over and over to me in my stage shows and thousands of other performers' shows. People love eye candy. Things designed to delight the eyes. Let me give you an example. There have been nights where I know I was singing better than usual. When that happens, it's an awesome feeling. There seems to be nothing you can't do vocally, and you are having a ball. Oh, yes. On one of these extraordinary occasions, I happened to be dressed very elegant and conservative. Yes, believe it or not, I like conservative too. And as a matter of fact, I have a very conservative wardrobe as well as a very flamboyant wardrobe. I can look like a secretary, a teacher, a star, or a conservative preacher. From top hat, tuxedo with tails, to ballroom gowns, rhinestones and furs, to Las Vegas feathers, glitter, pink hair, and sequined boots. <laughs> you cannot put me in one category. <laughs> yes. So, we're talking about proof is in the package. Yes, I said the proof is in the package not the packaging. Have you heard the saying, the proof is in the pudding? Meaning the content is in the content of the package. See, you can easily package a lie. 
It can look real good on the outside, but inside it's another story. It turns out to be just junk. (laughs) It can also be the opposite. You can have something packaged poorly, very unattractive, but on the inside is a great product. You know, when you open it, you'd be shocked. When you look at it thinking it was going to be as bad as it looked on the on the outside, like this was in this package? Wow, this is great. Do you know, beloved, that actually happened to me. Mm-hmm. Once I recorded a CD with some really good songs. I, I played... Um, I played uh, most of them on Heart to Heart here on my Heart to Heart podcast. But years ago, no one would listen to these awesome songs. And you want to know why? Because they were packaged poorly. (laughs) I'm ashamed to say, sad to say, the cover actually looked like a bad 1965 comic book. Seriously. I mean, it was not professional looking at all. But it wasn't my doing. It wasn't my doing. I was actually embarrassed. I was actually, I was embarrassed. But at the same time, I was naive enough to believe people would look beyond the bad packaging and listen to my music and appreciate the music. But I was wrong. You know what? they wouldn't even open the CD. They totally disrespected it, and me too. You know, it caused people to question my professionalism. And it had some people say, I thought she was professional. I mean, it made people look down on me the way they packaged this particular CD. See, sometimes people think if it's for youth, it can just be put out there anyway. But, I mean, this was really bad. <laughs> and um, I remember I had a little friend. He was a PK. And and he, we were working together. We did some music and stuff together. And he loved me. And he was so came to me. He said, Zarina, do these people not like you? Or are they just that unprofessional? Because I showed my friends your CD and they said, I thought she was professional. She's not professional. Look at this CD. Yes. I mean, can you imagine what my heart felt like? I said, do they really dislike you? Or are they just that unprofessional? And I couldn't say they were that unprofessional. They weren't. They're very very professional. So, I mean, and over and over again, People, they still had the CD just sitting up there. Never opened it. And were laughing at me behind my back. See, like I said, I was naive because, see, I would... I thought they would do what I would do. But no. People judge things and people by the outside. One day... I was back then, years back, I was playing some of my music and one of the guys came and said, oh, wow, no, hey, I like that, can I have that? I said, it's on the CD I gave you. He said, that's in there? (laughs) Yeah, 
He never opened it. That's in there. It's like, how could that good music be in this, this packaging? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, beloved, this also happened to our Savior. You know. So, you know, I could say, look what happened to me, but the servant is not greater than the master. It, it, it taught me something. And it shouldn't be like that. Okay, if the world does that, but the, the people of Yah, the church, the called out assembly, that shouldn't, shouldn't be like that. You know, that's what the Pharisees and the Sadducees, <clears throat> excuse me, did. You know, because our Savior didn't come in royal, didn't come in born in a rich family and with wearing gold and purple robe and velvet robes. No, he came a carpenter's son and, you know, humble clothing and a humble life. And they didn't respect him. How? Who is this? Does anything good come from Nazareth? That's what some, that's what, as a matter of fact, that was one of his disciples. Disciples said before he became one of his disciples. Don't look at the outside. There are some really pretty people, but they have ugly hearts. They're pretty on the outside, gorgeous, but on the inside, they are just downright ugly. And then there are some people that you may not say find only outwardly attractive, but they're so beautiful on the inside. Their beauty just overflows from the inside and comes on the outside and just, and they're, they're beautiful on the, makes them beautiful on the outside. So many people judge, they pick their wives or their girlfriends by how pretty she is or what kind of beautiful body she has. Honey, all those things are temporary. Trust me. <laughs> or the 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 girl, you know, the man with the tall and with with the muscles, you know, big muscles and the eight pack, not a six pack, but an eight pack. Trust me. <laughs> that all changes. Gravity changes things. <laughs> Don't put your faith in what's on the outside. What kind of heart do they have? You know. That's what you should be looking at. I mean, are they loving? Are they caring? Are they forgiving? Do they love you more than they love themselves? The proof is in the package, not the packaging. I keep that CD. I have one here that's really bad. I keep it just as I look at it. And, uh, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I have the music on a USB, so I don't have to, when I play the music, I don't have to look at it, the cover. But it's amazing. I mean, it, it literally hurt me um, with my professional singing career for a while. It did. But, 
That's just for a minute. The devil can't stop anything. Even if it was done. Either way, it was either done because they didn't think it was important. Or if it was mean. Whatever it was. It didn't stop anything. You can't stop the father. Just remember that. And when someone judges you. Just know. They judge you because on the outside. Maybe you don't have the clothing that they that they're wearing or you don't drive the kind of car that they would respect you don't have a bmw or a mercedes or anything like that you know so what don't let them make you feel bad about it feel bad for them that they're stuck on superficial things like that and just concentrate on having a pure clean heart a place for where your heavenly father Yah his spirit can rest because he can't he can't live in a dirty place an unclean selfish prideful arrogant place well okay beloved you know what else, what more what more can I say about this this subject? The proof is in the package. Oh, that's one other example. You know, I used to, um, there was, I was at a church one day and I was speaking. You know, when I would go preach, I, I, you know, I used my beautiful clothes for the Father. I was like, okay, well, before I used my sequin, my beautiful long sequin jacket and, and feathers and, and my rhinestones and stuff. So I used it when I was singing out there. I'm not going to use my beautiful things for him. That was my thinking. So I still... I mean, I would preach and I would have my long sequent jacket on. You know, I gave him my best, you know. And um, the beautiful thing, there was this one lady and she happened to be a, an elder's wife. And we were talking about this. I said, yeah, I say sometimes people can judge you because of, you know, if you, the, cause if you have something beautiful, glamorous on. She says, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, that should, you know, the beauty, that shouldn't be in the church. I said, so, um beautiful thing he doesn't you don't think the father likes beauty he created beauty I said there's something wrong with that mentality and she had to stop herself and say you know what you're right I I don't know we, we, we think that the beautiful things should shouldn't be I mean should not be for him the beautiful things are for the world when you come dressed beautifully that was I, I didn't understand I said then you shouldn't you wouldn't want to see Solomon King Solomon and David or our Queen Esther, and they're gold, not rhinestones. Yeah, you know, and I know some people we we would 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 say, is she really serious? Is she really a preacher? Or, uh, does she really know? Because of the way I would, you know, I would dress. <laughs> and the I'm telling you, you wouldn't believe, you may not believe me, but the father, had, he is so cool. He is not an old fogey. I tell you, I wasn't even going to talk about this. Once I was speaking at for the youth at this very high-ranking church in the, in the 101 building, 101 church, and and these I mean these children were Hilo Packer kids and millionaire kids and stuff. So I was going to preach, and I always asked the father, "What should I wear?" Because I I'm such a flam I was such a flamboyant person. I would ask him what to wear to to make sure I was in the right place, and he shows me pictures. So, 
this time when I asked him, I saw my Turk, I saw me in my turquoise blue and black um, Chinese jacket and my long turquoise blue wig <laughs> that I had. And, and black pants, I would shake my head. I was like, no, that, that, that's, that's wrong. I was rebuking it. And I asked again, I was, and I would try to put, pull something else on and I kept seeing that and I kept feeling and it's like I felt and I knew that he was telling me to wear this and I was like father <laughs> I wasn't calling him Yadi and I was like father God uh, you know um I don't mind being flam- flamboyant I'm r- outrageous but I don't want to look like a fool going to I mean this church I'm going to the to the one-on-one church you know and that and I just knew I just felt in my in my side in my spirit that he was telling me to wear this. So I, since that's what I believed, I stepped out in faith and I put it on. I put wore the wig. I mean, it was long down in the middle of my back and this jacket, the, the jacket was really cool. And I called a taxi. I'm nervous. I got in the taxi, the taxi said, woo. And then he, he gave me the thumbs up like, cool. I'm like, oh, okay. And then, uh, you know, when I got out and I go to this, I mean, this is this, fabulous building this um the, the one of the, the the tallest and the most fabulous building in Taipei City in Taiwan shall I say and when I walked into the building the the security there looked at me and said whoa and I was like I'm so embarrassed and then he's like cool I'm like okay okay you know Gave made me feel a little a little better, and I got in the elevator, and there was a lady in the elevator, and she's like, "Wow, cool!" On the way to the church, when the elevator got up on the fifty-first floor, that's where the church was then. <laughs> and I came off the elevator. There was this, the, you know, the conservative, the an older lady, uh, the you know, the the congregation there. They were like, oh, they were looking at me like I came, like I jumped out of hell. <laughs> Oh man, and I was like, oh no, you know, and I, and I was like, Father, you see, you see how they're looking at me? And then they came and rescued me and got me and took me over into the side where the youth was. Make a long story short, when I got in there, these children, they didn't want, if they didn't want to do something, they didn't do it. And uh, the, the, the teacher there, their um, teacher there that was in there, um, I guess what you would call, he was their youth minister in there. He was saying, you're not going to get them to do what you want them to do. And I looked at him like, well, you know, <laughs> we'll see. But when I came in, I talked to them. I preached to them. Even the hardest one, they, I mean, they cooperated with me. And I started with the the one that was the, the uh, ringleader. She, it was a, a girl, young girl, about 12, 13. And everybody, I noticed they followed her. And my little friend was there with me too, Tim. And I was asking, what, what do they want to be first? And she was, she said, I don't want to be nothing. I said, you don't want to be anything? You want to be nothing? I said, you know, do you like horses? What? I can't remember everything, but it ended up, she ended up um, talking about what she liked. Everyone else did. Now, they, they, we had a great time. They participated. They cooperated with me. And you, and you, and that very young lady, she said, you know why we listened to you and we cooperated with you? I said, well, why? She said, because 
You don't care what people think. You wore that blue hair and you wore that jacket and we, and she said, in other words, we respected that. You did, no matter what they thought about you, you didn't care what they thought. So the father knew what he was doing. That blue hair and that jacket caused me to be able to reach those children who even their minister at the time told me I wasn't going to be able to reach them. So, I mean, I forgot about that story. And there was another time uh, when I I was going to another church. I'd never been there before. I didn't know what to expect. And it was put on my heart to wear pink hair. You know, know, I mean, I have have a costume room with feathers and furs and I mean, everything. Because I, I was really, really into the stage. I still have my costume room. And the, the, the ladies who were going with my translator who was going with me and the other one that assists, I said, listen, if I'm wearing pink hair, you're wearing blue and you're wearing purple, I'll give you the wigs. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed. I was so nervous. I'm like, Father, I've never been to this church before. What are they going to think of me? What are they going to think of me? When I got to the church, little did I know the whole congregation were children, or shall I say, young people from about 14, 15 to 17, 18. That was the whole congregation and the pastor there. So needless to say, when I came in looking like that, I had their attention and I had their cooperation. And I preached a powerful message and the music. I mean, it was it was absolutely awesome. But it it taught me, I mean, I didn't, I it wasn't my idea to wear the pink hair. It wasn't my idea to wear the blue hair. Not there. You know, I'd worn it before and, you know, in my performances. But just to show you how cool our father is, you can't put him in a bag. You cannot put him in a... He's not like us. He's not human. Just like he sent me to Taiwan. He brought me here as a singer, a jazz singer. I was singing in the nightclub. It was a restaurant, pub, and nightclub. Little did I know he was going to change my whole life, but he had to get me here. And that was the only way to get me here, that to use the singing. Cause I, and I had given it all up. And he used that to bring me here and change my life. And now I've been here almost 20 years. Yeah. Don't give up on him. Don't put, don't put him in a bag. And, and don't judge other people by what you see on the outside. Honey, I was... I was impersonating Tina Turner but and loving yeah at that time loving the Lord. <laughs> yes indeed. All right. Well, I've went way off here. But thank you for tuning in with me and I hope I didn't lose you <laughs> with my stories. I hope you enjoy them. And I will end by saying until we meet again, beloved. Yah willing, of course. Shalom.